Good morning. I am Apostle William B. Character, presiding prelate of Discovered Being Ministry Incorporated. I'd like to welcome you to today's podcast where we will study on the subject what will happen when Jesus returns. Let us go to the throne of grace. Heavenly Father, from whom all blessings flow, we thank you that all good and perfect gifts come from above, down from the Father of light, in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Father, as we come today, we look to you as author and finisher of our faith. We look to the hills which cometh our help, our help coming from the Creator of heaven and earth. Father, we come confessing our sinful nature, but we realize through the work of the cross, through the atoning blood of Jesus, that Lord God, we have received redemption and that our sins have been paid for, that Father, we can come now boldly before the throne of grace. And Fathers, we come today to bring forth your word to your people in the form of a podcast. We ask you, Lord God, that you will prepare every heart, every mind, and every soul to receive the blessings from God. And Father, now we denounce the works of the flesh the carnality of the mind. Father, which is enmity against thee, not subject to the law of God, and indeed cannot be. And Father, as we come on this journey, we ask you, Heavenly Father, to straighten out the crooked, make the rough place smooth. And Father God, we ask you in Jesus' name to continue to give us the power over all the power of the enemy. And we thank you for the power to become the sons of God. And Father, as we go, we know that we have an adversary that comes as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. But Lord, we know that he is a defeated foe. His name is Satan, Lucifer, Beelzebub, Beal, soothsayers, sorcerers, witchcraft workers, and demons from the pit of hell. We bind them in Jesus' name. And now, Father, bestow your blessings upon your people today. We ask it all in the name that is above all names, in the name of Jesus, the Christ, God, hallelujah. Thank you. What will happen when Jesus returns? That is a question each believer must know and must learn to understand. What will happen when Jesus returns? The second coming of Christ is referred many times in scripture with over 1,500 passages in the Old Testament and one out of every 25 verses in the New Testament mentioning the Messiah's return. The large amount of material devoted to this important event underscores what God says in Amos chapter 3, verse 7. Surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. The King James Version says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophets. In short, the return of Christ brings about what is referred to as the kingdom of God in Scripture. 
God's absolute rule over his creation, including humankind. To accomplish that, Jesus ushers in two different judgments, two different resurrections, and two different eternities. When Jesus returns, he will be ready for war. Referenced in Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 through 16. The nations will be gathered to fight against Jerusalem. Referenced in Zechariah chapter 14, verse 2. In what we call the battle of Armageddon. But that will be the, the day Jesus returned. His feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, east of Jerusalem. And the Mount of Olives will be split into from the east to the west, forming a valley, a great valley, with half of the mountain moving north and half moving south. It will be a unique day in the history of the world. On that day, there will be neither sunlight nor cold, frosty or darkness, a day known only to the Lord. No distinction between day and night. When evening comes, there will be light. God's enemies will be defeated, and the Antichrist and the false prophet will be thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur, referenced in Revelation chapter 19, verse 20. I hope that everyone that listens to this podcast and those that don't believe that there is a hell, that there is a lake of fire, this is quoted in God's word. Jesus will set up his kingdom and the Lord will bring will bring and be king over the whole earth. Represents rep- referred to in Zechariah chapter 14 verse 9. In establishing his kingdom on earth, Jesus will first set up a judgment for those who are still alive after the tribulation and who are on the earth at the time of the second coming. This is referred to as the judgment of the sheep and the goats or the judgment of nation, the nations. Reference in Matthew chapter 25, verse 31 through 46. Those who survive this judgment will remain on earth and enjoy a time of peace and prosperity with Christ for 1,000 years, referred to as the millennium, referenced in Revelation chapter 20, verse four, verses 4 through 6. Those who are found guilty in this judgment are cursed and consigned to eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels, referenced in Matthew chapter 25, verse 41. Satan is bound and forbidden to act during the millennium, referenced also in Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 through 3. During this time, there will also be a resurrection of believers in God, referenced in Revelation chapter 20, verses 4 through 6. These resurrected believers will join believers who are alive at the time of Christ's coming and those Christ brings with him from heaven 
and all will live with Jesus during his 1,000 year earthly reign. At the end of the millennium, Satan will be released and one of the final battles will occur, which will rapidly be won by Christ. Referenced in Revelation chapter 20, verses 7 through 9. Satan is then permanently consigned to the lake of fire. I don't want to go there. I don't know about you. At this point, the second resurrection will occur and another judgment. Unbelievers will be resurrected and judged at what is referred to the great white throne of judgment. Based on their words, they will be assigned to the lake of fire. Referenced in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15. So, the return of Jesus will usher in two different entities. One will God and one without him. The truth is captured in two verses in the book of Malachi. Surely the day is coming and it will burn like a furnace. All the arrogant and every evildoer will be stubble and the day that is coming will set them on fire. Not a root or a branch will be left to them. But for you who reveal my name, the son of righteousness will rise within healing in his rays, with healing in his rays. Remember the scripture that says he sent his word and it healed us. Hallelujah. And you will go out and frolic like a well-fed cow. Reference in Malachi chapter 4, verses 1 through 2. What happens when Jesus returns? Evil is defeated and the earth is restored and God wins. Your response to Jesus' return depends on your relationship with him. I think I'll say that again. Your response to Jesus' return depends on your relationship with him. It will be either, as John McAllister calls it, a great calamity in all human history or a fulfillment of the blessed hope referenced in Titus chapter 2, verse 13. Faith in Christ makes the difference. But when the soul of man returns, excuse me, but when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on earth who have faith? Referenced in Luke chapter 18, verse 8. Sisters and brothers in Christ, Jesus once said to the religious rulers that you can discern the signs in the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. As we look at the calamities that are going on in earth, in the earth today, wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes in diverse places, meaning places that had never occurred before. We see the collapse of the stock market. We see plagues of COVID 
and every other disease that are mentioned throughout human history does not compare to what is taking place at this time. When we see that peace has been taken from the earth, where people are driving by, shooting people, going into schools, killing, taking lives without any remorse, without any regret. Yet we feel that this day is a far off. These are the beginning of the times of sorrow. These are the times that make the Christian believer should awaken themselves and realize, listen, we are in the time of the fulfillment of the Holy Scriptures. As John was exiled on the Isle of Patmos, one of the most <clears throat> devastating terrains that could be placed upon this earth, I, I think about my service in Vietnam and, and the jungles that we went through, is not to even be compared to what John had to endure on the Isle of Patmos. We know that these things will take place, but civilization, God's human creation, has turned their back on not only God, which is his word, which he is the word, but they have lost their love for that fellow man. The word of God says, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, and with all thy soul. And the second commandment is like unto it, love thy neighbor as thyself. Yes, there is going to be a lot of wailing, gnashing of teeth. Yes, Jesus is going to be the, at the throne. He is going to have his angels with him. And if you are not, if your name is not written in the Lamb book of life, if you have not been washed in the blood of Jesus, if you have not confessed your sins and, and they have been made whiter than snow, if they have not gone as far as the east, is from the West, if they have not been drowned in the sea of forgetfulness, you are doomed. You are doomed. That's me and anyone else. And let me say something to you. Apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, that we too can be castaways. I sit in the office of a prophet. I do not have to argue that point because the word of God says in the book of Jeremiah that you will know what the Lord, that the Lord sent the prophet by what the prophets says must be peaceful. It must line up with God's word. And the second thing is that it must come to pass. Sisters and brothers, we are living in the last days. We don't know when Jesus is going to crack the sky. No man knows. I remember when Harold Camping used to say that the earth was going to be destroyed in this year and that year. We're still here because no man knows the day or the hour. But however, he comes as a thief in the night. He comes bringing a handful of judgment, 
and a handful of blessings. Which side will you be on, sisters and brothers? Which side will you be Will you go to the lake of fire? Will you go to the place called hell? Y'all want to dress it up? Hades? Because there is no more purgatory. There is no more paradise. So I'm saying to you, in essence, will you be ready when Jesus returns to gather his people? God bless you. May he smile upon you. And may he give you peace.